You know, nothing stokes the online hate, the bigotry, and the anger more than an election. It just seems to put a flamethrower to it. And especially on Twitter, which is kind of a cesspool of anger and accusations. The Samara Center for Democracy has analyzed more than 350,000 tweets, all that had the hashtag election 44 and the center looked at these tweets between august 15th and 22nd what did it find about online tweets or online hate and twitter it found that 20 percent of those tweets were quote unquote toxic which the group defines as being hostile or rude seven percent were severely toxic that contained profane language or possibly a threat now, who was the number one target of these toxic tweets? The Liberal Party was, followed by the Conservatives, the Greens, the Bloc, and finally the NDP. Liberal leader Justin Trudeau was the political leader most likely to receive toxic tweets, almost 19,000 in the period that I talked about. And the group also said that female incumbents within the Liberal Party were five times more likely to be sent toxic Twitter messages than men in that party. Meanwhile, nearly a quarter million Canadians say they were victims of hate-motivated incidents in 2019. But police across this country investigated fewer than 1% of those events as hate crimes. That's according to new stats from Statistics Canada. So we have Canadians saying that they are victims of hate-motivated incidents, but police are not necessarily investigating them. As such, and as we turn our mind back to Twitter, as we, tw- we look at Twitter, we see within social media, not just Twitter, but other platforms, we see analytics, we, we see a platform that is designed to keep your eyeballs on it. They all are. And the algorithms that reward, you know, the time that you spend there, the algorithms continue to serve up to you things that make you angry. And so you see again and again the politics of discourse coming to the top on social media. The National Council of Canadian Muslims has an interesting new program out there trying to combat online hate. And to tell me more about it, I'm pleased to welcome back to the program Mustafa Farouk, who is CEO of the National Council of Canadian Muslims. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me about Hackathon. What is it? Sure. So um, I think, you know, Alan, I think you I think really summed up the kinds of concerns, the challenges that I think Canadians are seeing online. The reality is that, of course, the kind of hate that we see online isn't just a matter of things that just kind of hurt people's feelings, which, of course, in and of themselves are important. Uh, and, and making. But the reality is that online hate also translates into real world violence. Um, in 2017, uh, the Quebec City mosque shooter, Alexandre Bissonnette, before he committed his attack, he was searching uh, for all sorts of violent um, and Islamophobic content on Twitter, uh, on YouTube, on Facebook. And so I think it's important for Canadians who are watching what's happening to understand that online hate translates into real-world consequences. Uh, what we're trying to do with Hack Hate Canada uh, which is our online hackathon coming up, um, is to let Canadians develop out solutions um, 
you know, whether, you know, in addressing anti-Asian racism, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, um, the different kinds of xenophobias that we see online and have solutions that Canadians develop out solutions to confront these problems in front of us. Of course, that's not the only thing we're doing. We're also working quite hard on making sure that we have social media regulation that is balanced and appropriate. Um, but we are really excited about the opportunity for Canadians, uh, whether you're a coder, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an activist, whether you're a journalist, to join in to our online um, you know, Hack Hate Canada Hackathon and to develop out the solutions that we need to see. Is there a solution that coders could come up with? I, I, I struggle to find that when, you, when you're dealing with proprietary platforms like Twitter or you know, any of the other ones. Sure. I think there's a, there are a bunch of things. And I think one of the things, the interesting parts about this hackathon is that you know, folks from Facebook, um, Twitter, TikTok, um, uh, and other platforms, or, or Google Canada rather, will be attending uh, this event. Um, to dialogue, engage in uh, conversation about what's working, what's not working. But I, I would imagine, and you know, based on conversations I've had with other uh, engineers and folks, that you know, things like search engine optimization, uh, you know, are important things that could be looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, the ADL in the United States, the Anti Defamation League, has done a lot of interesting work in terms of uh, helping folks and working towards building out tech solutions that examine and curtail some of the growth of this really violent, um, you know, anti-Semitism in that context. I'm speaking with Mustafa Farouk, who is a CEO of the National Council of Canadian Muslims. I want to turn my attention to the campaign trail because there was a question asked of Aaron O'Toole, the federal conservative leader today, and I want to play this for you. This is uh, CTV's Omar Sanchadina asking Aaron O'Toole about Islamophobia. After the London attack just a couple of months ago, you stood before thousands of people and said you were committed to urgent action. Two months later, you have only adopted one of the National Council of Canadian Muslims' 40 recommendations. How is that action urgent? Well, we're going to be working with the National Council, with with other organizations, with faith leaders, mosques across the country to make sure we tackle Islamophobia. That is Aaron O'Toole uh, answering a question from Omar Sachedina and on the line, Mustafa Farouk, the CEO of the National Council of Canadian Muslims. Do you want to re- just react to what you heard there? Um, sure. I mean, I think the question posed by Omar is a, is, a, is a valid and important one. I think if political leaders, you know, and I say this as a, as a nonpartisan organization, um, you know, every political leader, you know, whether it's from the NDP, the prime minister, uh, leader Aaron O'Toole, uh, the Quebecois, the Green Party, all of them uh, stood up in the aftermath of London and said that they were committed um, to to changing and to putting forward real policy positions that would prevent the kind of thing that happened in London, the kind of thing that happened at the IMO Mosque, the kind of thing that happened in the Quebec City Mosque from ever reoccurring. Uh, and unfortunately, we've seen a huge lack of clear articulation from all of them. Uh, as to what they will actually do to challenge uh, Islamophobia and to challenge racism squarely, um, I think it's you know it, it's incumbent, it's critical um, that every one of our political leaders says clearly what are they doing to confront anti-black racism, what are they doing to confront Islamophobia, what are they doing to confront anti-Asian racism. If the question in this election is 
how are we rebuilding Canada in the aftermath of COVID-19? That question must be, how are we build, rebuilding Canada for all Canadians? Mustafa, always great to have you on the program. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me.